0: Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the My Little Eater podcast. In fact, we are on episode 100. It is actually crazy for me to even say that out loud. I can't believe we've been doing... This for, I mean, I think we're about two years in, about 25 seasons per episode. We are on our season four, and this is crazy that we've hit 100 episodes. I'm so excited. I'm so proud, and I'm so happy to have you here for the ride. Thank you so much for joining me every single week, and also for, you know, letting me know that you love it and all the topics you love and leaving me reviews. I just love podcasting for you all. So today we're gonna be talking about how to serve fish to your baby and your toddler. This is a food that is often avoided I find early on. I don't know why, I think a lot of people find it stinky. A lot of people think that babies can't eat it or that they won't like it or they just don't really know how to serve it. So that is why we're here talking about it today. Um, Really, this is a food that I actually like to put it in as one of the first foods to be offered to baby because of all the benefits In fact, I'm going to go through some of the major benefits of fish in just a second, but before I do, I will let you know that it is safe to offer it starting from six months of age, so really from day one, but you do have to be careful because it's a highly allergenic food. In fact, all finned fish and shellfish, which are two separate allergenic categories, can produce an allergic reaction. Now, that's not to say it's 100%, but there's a higher risk. And so what we want to do when we're introducing Um, any type of fish is we want to introduce it in isolation from any other highly allergenic food. So we want to wait a period of a few days just to make sure that we don't see an uh, allergic reaction. And if we do find an allergic reaction, then we know that it is not from another highly allergenic food. Any other food, you can go ahead and mix up the order and just introduce many within one day. But when it comes to the highly allergenic foods, then we definitely want to introduce those in isolation. So, now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's start with the benefits of why you even want to introduce this. First of all, it is uh, really high in protein and in iron. And both of those things, especially the iron, is really important for babies. You may have heard me talk about this before, but babies absolutely need to have iron in their diet through foods because they cannot produce produce it in the body. No, nobody can. Adults can't either. We have to get it through food from outside sources and babies' iron needs are ridiculously high, higher than the needs of an adult male. So we want to be offering lots of high iron foods to babies right away. Even if your baby is formula feeding, um, they still, although there is iron in there, you still have to make sure they're getting used to eating high iron foods and can ingest it and eat it efficiently because by about you know six, seven months of age, maybe eight months of age, all of their iron stores that they've built up in the body um, when they were in the womb have been depleted and they have to, again, be really efficient at getting in about 11 milligrams a day through food, which is crazy. So fish, is a very, very good source of iron. So that is the first thing. It's also a great source of protein, which we know is very important for the growth of bones and muscles and organs, for the immune systems, basically every function, you have to have protein. It's also high in B12, which is important for red blood cell production and brain development. But my favorite, favorite thing about fish is that it is high in DHA, at least certain types of fish. The fatty fish, namely salmon, um, sardines, herring, mackerel those are like really 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 high in the specific type of omega-3 that we want for babies brain development and that type is called dha doca hexanoic acid don't need to know anything more than the fact that it is so good for your baby's brain development and cell growth and for their eye, like vision and eye development as well. And they, because if you think about babies' brains are developing so rapidly within the first three years of life, they have again, higher needs and it's really, really critical that they get it in. And so most People actually aren't thinking about this and aren't giving their babies enough DHA omega-3 in their diet. And if you aren't a fish eater at home, seafood eater, that's okay. But you would need to look at a supplement if you, um, like I said, aren't getting it through the diet. So that is something really important to note. And that is why I love giving oily fish to babies regularly it's also going to be high in vitamin d specifically in those fatty fish again but it's also the other thing is high in calcium and especially when the bones are consumed even for babies i will say it's very very possible to have the bones consumed it's not a choking hazard in a lot of the fish that we um, can offer babies and i'll go through what they are in just a second but if you offer fish that has soft bones canned it's often um, produces softer bones because it's been sitting in a liquid for a long time, that can be um, crushed really, really easily, like super easily. It's not a choking hazard, and that's gonna have lots of calcium can be given to your baby for the nutritional benefit. So canned salmon, I would say, and canned sardines. Those are the two that usually would have those soft bones you could definitely crush down the canned salmon bones because they are going to be a little bit bigger and kind of grind them up and then mix them into like a flaky salmon but uh for the sardines I'm going to talk about that in just a sec you could definitely offer it whole I know it sounds crazy but just just hang on and you will you will hear about it okay Obviously, if there are large bones though, if you're doing like a fresh fish and there's large, long, pointy bones, those ones definitely need to be taken out, even if they're thin, but they are, like I said, long and pointy and can literally get lodged in like one end to the other of your air, of your baby's airway. Take those ones out. I'm not talking about those. I'm only talking about canned, mostly sardines and then crushed canned bones from a salmon, okay? uh so basically i think that's pretty much all the nutritional things i need to say last thing is that there's it's so easy to cook fish like ridiculously easy about 15-20 minutes to cook in the oven um you don't even really need any prep for it so that is in a nutshell why i love fish now there are some downsides to fish i will say yes mercury can be an issue in a lot of different types of fish and other contaminants and some of them can be higher in salt than others plus you've got the whole dilemma of like wild versus farmed or canned versus fresh so i'm not going to get into all of that in this episode today because i have a full episode it's episode 46 of this podcast that is all about the best fish for your baby and which to avoid and i really deep dive into the research and which specific types of fish are okay to give to your baby and toddler, and at what frequency and why. And I'm telling you, every type of fish. Like, I have gone through the data on any type of fish I could find out there, and I have a free cheat sheet that you can download that will summarize the best fish for your baby, the worst ones, and the frequency to be offering for each. So, Make sure to download that. You can also find the link for that cheat sheet in today's show notes. So click on that, get that info, and you will be the most well-versed person you could ever meet (laughs) Um, on fish for your babies and toddlers and which ones to offer. So for now, just know that fish, when you've got the right types, is really important in your baby's diet and is something that I do recommend offering. When it comes to baby supplies for starting solids, a good protective bib, a suction plate or bowl, and a good set of utensils are basically the staples. And Bumpkins has them all. Their products are made of 100% food grade silicone with no chemicals or byproducts like other baby products often contain. They're dishwasher safe, totally cute, and super colorful, and surpass anything else on the market for style and design. Every time I have a gift to get for a new mom, I always go for my favorite of their products. Their dipping spoons for babies that are really new eaters, their utensils for babies 8 months and up, or their toddler utensil sets for babies 12 months and up all of them being specifically designed baby forks and knives that are small enough for new eaters to hold and the most ergonomically correct for self-feeding that I've found to date. I also love their bowls and grip dishes, which have silicone lids that stretch over top to make leftover storage a breeze or to make traveling with food super easy. You can now get 15% off of your Bumpkins order using code MYLITTLEEATER15 at checkout. That's 15% off using code MYLITTLEEATER15. Enjoy! Okay, now let's get into the texture of fish and and kind of like when you can start introducing it to babies And like I said, you could do this really early on because fish is super soft, it's flaky, even some of it is creamy, like depending on, again, if it's a fattier fish, you've kind of got a little bit of a creamy oiliness to it. It's a little bit more flaky if it's a white fish and can be a bit more dry if it's a white fish. But generally speaking, if you're not overcooking your fish, so usually, like I said, between 15, 20, maybe 25 minutes to cook a piece of fish, uh, depending on the size, it is really soft and if you're not overcooking it it won't it won't dry out and so that really soft and sort of like flaky and even lumpy Um, but easy to mash texture would fall under phase two of my texture timeline. So for anyone who doesn't know what my texture timeline is, it is a tool that I use with my uh, clients who want to ease into solids, who don't want to jump into crazy advanced textures right away, but who want to start their babies off on easier textures and then move into slightly more advanced and slightly more advanced until they're eating. Everything under the sun. Now, phase two is almost right in the middle of my, or it is right in the middle of my texture timeline. And that is where you have these textures that are easy for your baby to mash with their gums. And it requires some light chewing, but not heavy, heavy chewing or really advanced types of chewing. And so it's not gonna be, definitely not a choking hazard. And it's gonna be a little bit of, uh, kind of an easier on the stress levels food to offer to your baby. So that's where it falls on the texture timeline. Um, so like I said, a lot of parents, a lot of babies, they honestly will start with it from day one. You don't have to be starting with thin purees at all. There's no need for that, but there is some. there are some parents who want to, so that's fine. But if you want to jump right in and just start with phase two foods, you definitely can. So like I said, uh, fish works. And in terms of how to serve it, when you're serving fish to your baby i will say that first of all it's important that it is cooked all the way so we don't want to ever be serving like raw fish to our babies like sushi or anything like that um i would say not under age two Two and under, no. After that, it depends on where you're getting it from, how much you trust the quality and the freshness of the fish, but not for babies. You also don't wanna be serving any fish that is super cured or like salted. So any like smoked salmon, for example, or um, like just a, a dry cured fish or something like that, definitely avoid that because obviously the salt is way too high. We don't want to be giving that to our baby. But when it comes to any other type, what you want to do, I actually, I will say that the least, the one of the fish with the least mercury content and also softest, easiest to prepare is sardines. <laughs> I'm going to pause there because a lot of people are going to cringe when they hear that. Because again, super stinky. A lot of people don't eat that regularly in their diet. And so they're not used to it and they will definitely think babies won't like it. But guess what? I would say 90% of the babies I give sardines to love it. And I don't know why, but it's just such an easy food to like. And it's also such an easy food for them to eat. So with canned sardines, you could totally offer them canned. You literally have to open up the can and you take a piece out and you offer it to your baby whole. You don't have to break it up. You don't have to Add anything to it um, and it's in perfect finger food and it will break apart so easily in the mouth. Um, the only thing that I wanna talk about here is, I mentioned it previously, the bone that's inside. Some parents will take it out, but you do not have to. In fact, it's gonna make your sardine piece just break apart in small pieces and it'll be harder for your baby to hold with their pomegranate grasp. That bone is super soft, and I just want to challenge you to try taking that bone and kind of rubbing it very, very, very gently between your thumb and forefinger, and it's going to, like, disintegrate. It can't get lodged into your baby's throat, and it's so easy for it to break down in your baby's mouth. So go ahead and offer them the whole sardine with the bone in and give them the benefit of the calcium, like I talked about, which is found inside of the bone, as well as all the other Amazing nutrients. So, oh, that is the easiest kind of fish I would say to hold with your baby's pomegrasp grasp in a whole, like, finger food version. But you could also take, like, let's say a larger piece of fish and cut it in thick finger pieces. So I would say the width of at least two fingers, maybe even three, because you know it's going to just flake and fall apart very easily. So you want to make it easy for your baby to hold um, again and to keep it together. So you've got to go with thick pieces and just let your baby go at it. You will probably have lots of flakes that fall onto the high chair tray and they may have a little bit of a hard time picking it up because they don't have pincer grasp early on between six and eight or nine months of age. They only have the ability to grab large pieces with their pomegranate grasp. So when that happens, the best suggestion I have is to mix that the flaky smaller pieces of fish into a puree like maybe avocado or greek yogurt or something that will bind it all together and then you can either preload it on a spoon and offer it to them or you can just have them grab it with their hands but it'll be easier for them to grab now the other way that i love to serve fish to babies again even early early on is via a fish cake oh my god so delicious and holds together so well. So like the simplest of the simple recipe kind of, if you will, is just some fresh or canned fish, I love using salmon, and mixing it with some mashed potato as your binder, and then of course adding in spices, because I'm a huge fan of adding spices into baby's food, plus makes it way more delicious so that you could eat the same meal with your baby. You don't even have to add breadcrumbs, you don't have to add anything else to it, but that's just kind of like the base, and usually you could do like a half and half uh, kind of ratio, and it's gonna bind together so well. You could bake it in the oven, you could just slightly pan fry it a few minutes on each side, And uh, yeah, ready to go. And oh my gosh, your baby will love it. And again, such an easy, easy format for holding uh, for your baby. So that would be the other thing. Then once your baby does get their pincer grasp, they're a little bit older, or maybe, you know, they've hit like 9, 10 months of age, or even as a toddler, then you could put smaller pieces of fish all over their tray or their plate and have them pick it up with their pincer grasp. So their thumb and forefinger, and then eat it that way. Or and I suppose, and, or you could preload a fork and just have the pieces there or get them to practice loading a fork themselves by pricking down, you know, into each piece of fish with their fork. Again, it's going to be soft. so It's a really good food for your baby to try and pick up with their fork. But at the end of the day, it's a learning process. Give them time, be flexible with how you serve it. As long as it's easy for them to get into their mouth, that's pretty much the goal, right? So those are kind of the main ways that I would suggest serving fish. I guess the last thing to say is that if you are really looking for more details on what and how to serve your baby when it comes to solids from 6 to 12 months of age, along with any and all of the nutritional guidelines and information you would ever need, please be sure to check out my Baby led Feeding Course. It is there for you to give you the confidence and give you answers to everything like I said, that you would possibly need for feeding your baby healthily and preventing picky eating and just setting up a really strong foundation with food. Um, It covers the nutritional aspect and the environment and it covers how to serve all food with with videos um, and resources and it's lifetime access. And guys, it is so good and just will eliminate any and all of your uh, questions that you're Googling in every two seconds on Google, looking for a blog post or an Instagram post to answer. Just get the answers all-in-one baby led feeding course you could find the link for that in the show notes so I hope you check that out and I hope that you found this episode to be helpful if you did leave me a review it means the world to me if you do and it just literally takes a minute just hit five stars leave a one-line little comment about what you loved I read every single one and I really really truly appreciate the feedback that you give me and it really helps me to get this podcast out to others just like you. So thank you in advance. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week and enjoy feeding your baby and your toddler. Talk to you soon. Bye.